<laughs> Taking a huge dump. Oh my god! He just popped in. He's like, you guys talking about poo? Yes, yes, we are indeed talking about poo. Glad you heard us. Uh, uh peach alert. Uh, peach, peach, peach pie lord. I do a news show, sir. I like to talk philosophy. But I do like a news headline show and you're coming in here asking me about life and death and shit. <laughs> yes, we do talk. I actually had a stalker uh, that I dubbed Poop Boy because he sent me at least a thousand pictures of poop. We had a whole feud on here. This is totally the stream for you. Taking a huge dump, please. Like, subscribe, share, follow, whatever fucking platform you're on. You're on Twitch. Please give us a follow. If you if you have the Amazon Prime, I do, I'm not I'm not saying you should waste money on me, but if you've got the Amazon Prime, uh, you've got a free Twitch subscription. You should totally give me some of Zuckerberg or uh, fuck not Zuckerberg, some of Bezos's money. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty anti death penalty, Peach. Not a fan of it. Now, you will see me rant about death here in just a little bit. We're going to talk about some cops that opened fire on a car that had an infant inside of it. Unfortunately, I think you already know what the result's going to be if we're talking about it on this stream. So if you want to hear me get pissed off about a death and the taking of a young life, Please stick around for that story. But first, we have a Tennessee lawmaker saying something extremely stupid. What's new? (laughs) Okay, so here is Tennessee State Rep Justin Laverty. Uh, He's going to give us his take on the Three-Fifths Amendment. compromise was a direct effort to ensure that southern states never got the population necessary to continue the practice of slavery everywhere else in the country. What does that mean? Appropriation based on population. That's how we pick. Everybody in He's wrong. He's flat fucking wrong. Like right off the bat, wrong about that. Way wrong. The three-fifths compromise was a direct effort to ensure that southern states never got the population necessary. Okay, okay, so good and bad are all relative. That's a label that you as a human being are putting on something, in this case, a natural occurrence. You're labeling a natural occurrence as good or bad, so it's all about perspective. So asking me whether death is good or bad is just irrelevant. It's, it's like, it all depends on context. It's, it's good in the life cycle of the earth. But now we're going to go back to making fun of dumb fuck right wingers. I went to college in Tennessee. The lawmakers in Tennessee are the dumbest fucks walking the planet. Especially Representative Justin Lafferty from Knoxville. Compromise was a direct effort to ensure that southern states never got the population necessary to continue the practice of slavery. So what he's saying with the three-fifths compromise, 
is that his view is that black people should have been counted as full people for the purpose of the population of the southern states, but they should not have been given rights for the full people. Because that's a remember, that's what the three fifths compromise is. There's a compromise between free states and slaveholding states. You, well, you don't get to count your enslaved population in your population because that makes you stronger than what you actually are. It was a, a compromise. Oh, we'll only count them as three-fifths of a person. This is for congressional purposes. But what he's saying right here is that they should have been counted as a whole person for the southern states. That would have been the fair thing. To count them as whole people, despite the fact that they were enslaved. Tuberville is my senator. Tuberville is my senator. Tommy fucking Tuberville is my senator. Holy fuck, dude. And he replaced a damn good senator. Senator Doug Jones, a Democrat, very milk toast, middle of the road Democrat, is the best goddamn fucking politician you were ever going to get from Alabama. I I tried my best to raise as much awareness of that race as I could. I donated to his campaign. I campaigned for the motherfucker. I don't phone bank for politicians because the reason I don't phone bank for politicians is because I'm probably going to call somebody a dumb fuck over the phone. I hate that I don't use my talent, my gift of gab to help politicians I care about. But I feel like I'm doing them a favor by not phone banking for them. (laughs) Doug Jones prosecuted the KKK members that did the Birmingham church bombing. Doug Jones was always going to be good in my book. Best goddamn fucking politician you'd ever get from Alabama. And that's why I, uh, I, early on in, in the Biden administration, or in the transition, I lobbied that he be attorney general. I wish they had have made him attorney general. Merrick Garland doing a fine job thus far, though. And yet, yes, Tones, just like the way we do prisoners now, it's the same fucking shit. That's what this motherfucker is saying here. Let that sink in. Tell me this country is not built on white supremacists. Everywhere else in the country. What does that mean? Appropriation based on population. That's how we pick. Everybody in here knows we've got nine, I hope I'm right, nine state representatives. By limiting the number of population. I think there's like 10 or 11, isn't there? (laughs) I'm not sure. I haven't lived in Tennessee in years. In the count, they specifically limit. I God, I hope he's wrong on that one. He's such a dumb fuck. Ah, he was right. There's nine. Shit. Sorry. By limiting the number of population in the count, they specifically limited the number of representatives that would be available in the slaveholding states, and they did it for the purpose of ending slavery well before Abraham Lincoln. He's mad about it. Do we talk about that? I don't hear that anywhere. 
in this conversation across the country. I don't know how we've gotten here. I don't know what we do about it. But talking about changing our history, changing is not the right word. Talking about incorporating another view of history while ignoring the very writings that we have access to is no way to go about it. Yeah, the, the drivers hitting protesters, that's one of those Alec bills that's been popping up in states all across the country. Tennessee, Florida, they've all fucking have passed or are trying to pass. Fucking, like, the audacity of this guy. This is just another in the long line of conservatives who won't rest until everyone stops teaching kids critical race theory. That's that's one of the things that they were running on for the upcoming 2022 election. It's the border crisis caused by Biden, critical race theory in schools. By trying to make it uh, uh, difficult for people in denser areas to vote. And people in denser areas already have their votes diluted. And it and guys, if you don't know about the prison thing, fucking prisons count. Uh, prisons are often built in very rural areas, very conservative districts, right? Out in the middle of fucking nowhere in a state, they count the prisoners towards the population of the place where they are incarcerated in the rural area to bolster right wing congressional districts. So it's even more of a perverse incentive when you've got an incentive to lock up a certain portion of the population because they don't tend to vote for you. You tend to pass laws that target a certain population. And then it's a double perverse incentive. You're able to sell contracts to private entities to funnel public money into corporate hands. And then you're also able to bolster your own congressional power. It's a fucking win, 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 win for these motherfuckers. The country is built on white supremacy. Conservatives are furious that American schools might actively start to teach that systematic racism is a real problem in the U.S. We have fucking statues up to the oppressors every fucking where. And so far, they're winning the war to stop that from happening. Over the past few weeks and months, suburban school districts, Republican state legislators, and even former President Donald Trump have rallied against critical race theory, a framework that treats race as a construct that's been used to exploit people and acknowledges the racism inherent in major U.S. institutions. You know, the facts. The only problem is that critical race theory has now been co-opted by the right as a stand-in for any attempt to reform schools to provide a more inclusive education for children. So any mention of any kind of racism automatically gets painted as, oh, that's critical race theory because it's another boogeyman they've created. These right-wingers are like... They love creating these Pavlovian responses. They can just say socialism to other right-wingers, and they're all like, blah, 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 blah. Socialism, Venezuela. And now they've done it with this. They've done it with the phrase critical race theory. None of them know what the fuck it even means. 
It just sounds scary to them. And if we teach critical race theory, black people might want some of our money. That's what they're thinking. Right-wingers are morons. Just in case you guys weren't aware. On Saturday, voters in the Carroll Independent School District in Texas, a district of 8,500 students in the wealthy community of South Lake outside of Dallas, overwhelmingly elected two new people to the school board who publicly vowed to reject a cultural competence action plan. <laughs> I could have done the Nancy clap. <laughs> Yes, I did do, I, I, I was calling them train seals, yes. After several racist incidents in recent years, including multiple videos showing students in the majority white district saying and chanting the N-word, a district diversity council of dozens of parents, teachers, and staff came up with a 34-page plan that included hiring a director of equality and inclusion, embedding education about diversity and inclusion into the curriculum, cultural competency training for teachers, and creating a process for students to report discrimination. This was met with backlash from conservatives because, of course, it was. They painted as an insidious attempt to implant cultural Marxism into Americans, into America's impressionable young minds. <sighs> Critical race theory ain't coming here. The South Lake Families Pack, a conservative group opposing the plan, wrote on Twitter on Saturday. This is what happens when good people stand up and say, not my town, not on my watch. While schools and districts across the country have uh, have begun reforming their curricula in recent years in response to police killings and the larger... Not high enough for this shit. Maybe I'm too high. I don't fucking know. Maybe the vaccine is kicking in now. For those of you who've just joined me... I got I got the vaccine. I was hiding from tornadoes yesterday, Mr. Creed. Anytime that I'm not on, one of two things have happened. Well, one, you you bitched at me for not being on one time, and it was like a total like a planned thing where I'm like, oh, I've used up all my voice because I've been on. I'm not gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on on Friday. If I'm not on, two things have happened. I fell asleep after I had lunch and took bong rips. Like, I just happened to lay down on the couch, fell fucking asleep. Uh, Slept through the show, sorry. That happens sometimes. I eat lunch about 3 or 4 o'clock, take some bong rips, sometimes that happens. Depends on how long I've been up. One, I fell asleep. Or two, I'm hiding from tornadoes. And last night it was tornadoes. Well, if you would, if I'd been on last night, you wouldn't have had a Smokey. I have three cats. Two of them do not give a shit about storms. But Smokey, Smokey does not like storms. And Smokey cowers and whimpers and cries. And I did not see him for hours last night. He's got a new, I think it's in the new couch. Because he's got a new hiding place that he goes when it's storming. And I don't know where it is. I can't find him. So I like to take him out. I'm like, oh, dude, it's okay. 
I know, poor baby, but the other two do not give a shit. They'll walk out on the patio, fucking winds blowing, lightning everywhere. Smokey thinks it's in uh, it's the end of the world. <laughs> I could be having Facebook comments fight. You want to you want to talk about Facebook comments fights? I uh, there's one going on right now. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's what this show was originally supposed to be, me showing off my Facebook fights. Oh yeah, that's an odd way of saying cop shot a baby. We're going to get to that story here in just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, she said, uh, that's an odd way of saying I didn't read the article. I said, you're right, I didn't. I read it on the Biloxi News site where it happened, actually. What do you think I missed? (laughs) Because we're getting ready to see it from the Biloxi News site where it actually happened. And this person responded, I think you didn't read the article as you just stated. You didn't read the article. No, I did not read the Nashville version of this article. I did not, ma'am. I read it from the Biloxi news site. It happened in Biloxi, Mississippi. I, okay, like, so you conflate me working? (laughs) And it is work because you don't understand that, like, I gain a lot of followers from I'm trying to I'm trying to comment more from my actual page instead of you know me commenting from the Justin freaking page to gain followers but a lot of times I am actually working and when I'm like exporting something or I've, I've got a bunch of media to import or I'm using a fucking effect that takes fucking three or four minutes to process I flip over to Facebook and troll some people. I'm sitting here in front of my fucking multimedia center. Thank you, ma'am. All right, so back to critical race theory. Do you want to hear from one of the conservatives who was having a shit fit over it? Let's. Her name is Candace Owens. now because kids are learning this and, and I know Isabel you do a lot of work in this space and talked about you know your experience in a college campus as a conservative and and I'm pretty sure you guys know this but I am not high enough to listen to Candace Owens but there just seems to be this pollution of minds that all they want children to think about is race and before uh, earlier today I actually had a friend reach out to me her daughter attends a boarding school in Connecticut and after the the trial verdict was read this is what they sent out to all of the kids I actually could not even believe Um, And I'm not going to obviously read this entire um, letter, but it says, for many, the state of Minnesota versus Derek Michael Chauvin has been a stark, heart-wrenching reminder of the suffering one human being can inflict on another. It has also been a painful reminder that racism still permeates and threatens the everyday lives of marginalized marginalized groups in this. Now, I I want everyone to remember, Candace Owens originally came to prominence through a court case in which Candace Owens sued a university over racial discrimination. I think it was a university, wasn't it? Somebody verify me on that one. I believe it was a school. She sued for racial discrimination and won. That's where Candace Owens got catapulted into the spotlight. This country. Can one of you guys help me? 
What was the element of the Derek Chauvin trial that was proven to be about race? Still have yet to answer that question. One piece of proof. But you're right, critical race. Well, 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 we, we watched numerous pieces of evidence where we saw a black man just constantly get harassed by police. They came at him with guns drawn right off the fucking bat, which I think is a violation of his Fourth Amendment rights. Why people don't get that? I, sorry, sorry, I, some do. Police are dicks. Police are dicks to everybody. It can happen to white people. It's just more likely to happen to black people statistically. Because you might hear a dumb fuck right winger say this. The police kill more white people than they do black people. Like, by the numbers, that's true. Police kill more white people than they do black people every year. That's not something to be proud of. Something that upsets me as well. But when you adjust for population and you look at the statistics per capita, they kill more black people. Sorry. This theory is the cancer of education that's now... And, 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 and not that studies have been done that show that cops are less likely to pull over black people at night. Let that sink. Cops are less likely to pull over black people at night. Cops are less likely to pull over black people at night. The numbers of who they pull over even out during the nighttime. They pull more black people over during the day. Studies have proven it. Effectively indoctrinating this entire generation of young Americans that are now going to grow up and take that beyond school, so beyond elementary school, beyond middle school and high school and their college campuses, into whatever realm of American society they work in, the halls of Congress, a corporate boardroom, America's streets, genuinely believing it is our duty and responsibility and it is morally correct to view people differently based on their skin color, to believe that white people have had this inherent advantage in our country forever, they still do, and black people are always inherently disadvantaged. No, not treat them differently. To recognize the way that we've had advantages. People my great-grandfather's age were given land by the federal government because they were white. Black people were still in chains. That has a profound effect on on generational wealth. I really can't talk tonight. The vaccine has fucked me up. It has a profound effect on generational wealth. And as we know, generational wealth is one of the number one predictors of success in this country. Recognize and learn better. Exactly. By the New York Times' 1619 project. But trying to whitewash it and deny it ain't going to do anything. And many other school districts across the country. But here's the million dollar question that nobody has been asking throughout this process. This concept of systemic and institutionalized racism. If it really exists, let's examine every system and institution in American culture today. Okay. Education and academia, big tech, large corporations, Hollywood. Okay, so academia, she's at least saying something that, you know, the government has some control over when it comes to public universities. But then she's like, big tech and and what was what was it, the media? What you, you what, what private entities. What? You're wanting to force something on private entities? 
You know, it's one thing to talk about schools and governmental policy because you have control over policy with schools. Big tech is a private corporation. You've told me corporations are like the end-all, be-all in our society. And all of a sudden, because they're not on your side, oh, we got to do something about the corporations. Fuck. But the music industry, movies, everything that permeates our culture daily, all the way up to the federal government, is all controlled by the left. Right. So if there's really systemic and institutionalized racism... That's not true at all. Not true at all. First of all, there is no fucking left in this country. And... Ma'am, I don't control fucking shit. And in this hyper-capitalist society, you clearly don't know what the fucking left is. So There's not people advocating for the abolition of private property in mainstream thought in America. If they sell advertising on their fucking media, they can't possibly be the left. Ma'am, you stupid fuck. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? But she's being oppressed by the media. That is a great, great question. And Brandon, like, if your child was at this school... And it was a dumb question! What, what would you do? Oh, I'm going to act a fool. I'm going to go up there and act a fool. They're going to call the police on me and everything. <laughs> you know, this Which is, is your opportunity. Well, good luck with that, brother! Let's see how the police treat you. Go in your school. Act a fool. Let them call the police on you. Then, then you will see what's up, sir. You got it. You, you, curiouser. You hit it on the head. When she says the left runs the media, she's saying Jews. It's the same anti-Semitic trope. Uh, do you accuse me of throwing out a bonics? I'm a wrestling fan. It's like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, brother. Did I do that? <laughs> I'll go back and watch what, what I said. I I get on those rants. Or did I, or am I, did I commit the racism? Or are we accusing him of it? I don't know what's going on. That is a great, tr- I might great have. question. And Brennan, like, if your child was at this school and this... Oh, 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 the act of fool. Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you. I'm sorry. I, I went off on a rant. I didn't know what I said. I might have very well said something that was controversial. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Okay. If, what, what would you do? Oh, I'm going to act the fool. I'm going to go up there and act a fool. I want him to. I want him to and see what happens. Which is your opportunity to become a victim, by the way. Right, right. Call the police. Hey, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm going to get some money out of this. But well, I didn't think you were curious, sir. You don't brainwash kids like this. Let me tell you this. The people who are teaching their kids to, to love this country and to be accountable for your actions, they are succeeding. You are succeeding. I'm succeeding. When you look at this stuff, if you teach your kids to be a victim their entire life, they will be the bums walking around with no job, being a permanent activist. Once again, that's a straw man. Teach him to be, to be a victim by recognizing history. I will never hire somebody that's sitting around making excuses. When I hire people, I do interviews and I talk to them. What value do you bring to the table? If you, I'm sorry, Tyler Perry, but I'd never work for your fucking company. This isn't Tyler Perry, is it? I, I don't know who this is. 
say something stupid like systemic racism or something, I will never hire you. <laughs> it, this is a complete lie. And the reason why they say it's systemic is because they never Because it is. Fix it. Mm-hmm. They want it to be the book. Because, because I can show you the statistics. If you say the court system is racist, pick the judge and you show me that racist judge and have him fired. If you say our country is inherently racist, Joe Biden, who probably can't remember the old Joe Biden because he's brain dead, Joe Biden, how about you step down, Mr. White Supremacy? How about you yeah. step down if white people are the problem? I'm down with it. Person in your spot. They will never do that because they're steady line. And- I, he said, step down, let a black person be in your spot. Like, technically, Joe Biden did do that, sir. That was that was a weird point to make. That will never be successful. He just and- might do that because Kamala Harris is always just behind him. <laughs> I know. Every time he's speaking, right? So those could be your, those could be wow. words. And and I will say, I would I, I think it really is time to talk about pulling kids out of school. Mm-hmm. And I am not being funny. When you study World War II and you study exactly what Hitler Youth was and what they were trying to do to make sure that the children that were being produced in the school systems and in Germany were coming out with her her problem with World War II history is that she doesn't want it taught that, you know. We imprisoned the ja- uh, the Japanese here in internment camps. She doesn't want it to be taught that, you know, conservatives tried to assassinate FDR. She doesn't want it to be known that, you know, the conservative bankers financed the Nazi machine here in America. She doesn't want the actual history taught. She, does- she definitely doesn't want the history taught that the Russians, the Soviets, the Soviets won World War II. I'm sure she definitely doesn't want that taught in schools, but that, that is the fact. Oh, and I am sure that she doesn't want the fact that we dropped two atomic bombs on Japan after they had already surrendered taught as a fact. She doesn't want all those things that actually happened to be taught in schools. No, she wants the... Fucking whitewashed version of history. Rah, rah, rah. America is amazing. Shut the book. USA on the on the fucking open answer on every test. That's all you got to do. They are. They are a threat to our national security. Curiouser, they are fucking tired-ass talking points. It's the same shit. I've been arguing with the same bullshit my entire adult life. I'm so fucking over it. I want to move on. And and there are ways that we have moved on. And I am very proud of that. We have come a hell of a long way in in my 20 years as an adult. 20 plus years, whatever. These perspectives that would only. But there's also a lot of shit that we still haven't gotten over. Right now, these kids are being informed. They're being polluted with these perspectives that are not true because they want these kids to come out of school and they want them to be warriors for the government because that's what these kids are doing. They know when they're rioting and looting and Maxine Waters is saying they want them to be soldiers for the government and it is dangerous. And and once it was again, the Trump administration rejected Derek Chauvin's guilty plea last summer. The Trump administration wanted to keep the rioting going. It's projection with these people. 
dangerous ideology, and I, I do want to bring up this guy. Uh, um, you may have seen it in the news. Incredible. A father pulled his child out of NYC's... Totally down for reparations. ...brearly school, whose pupils include Chelsea Clinton's daughter, slams it as woke weaning agenda and says it's teaching kids what to can't think. Can't imagine. when I, And I've found out all the countries that actually paid reparations... To slave owners, don't don't ever don't ever think that a country paid reparations to actual slaves. No, 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 no. They paid reparations to slaveholders. Fucking Britain paid reparations to slaveholders into the two thousands. That shit should piss everybody off. You're right. We do have the soldiers for the government, literally. Whole branches. <laughs> this man is a hero. He is, you know, and, and this is this is a very, very fancy private school. This is a funnel to the Ivy League. When my I've sent my kids to school in the eighties and nineties. When I took one look at public schools, I resolved that I would do anything. Beg bar. Oh, the Panama Panama Papers. That's a whole other can of worms. Government schools and the Paradise Papers on top of it. The worst horror movies ever made. One missed call. Zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, folks. But it, but it put those kids through three years of private school because I wanted the power to walk in and say what this guy said. I wanted to say, if you don't teach my kid what he needs to know. We're out of here and we're taking our money with us. And that's that's why he's a hero. Thanks for joining me on this most important episode. So yeah, Candace has uh, just recently launched all her shit on Daily whatever the fuck. It's Daily Caller, Daily Wire, whatever. The... One of them's good and one of them's bad. I can't remember. We were like, the Daily Wire is all right. The Daily Caller is Ben Shapiro's bullshit. And these people on the internet, they get brainwashed on the Facebook by Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro, and they end up going out and making asses of themselves in public. I do not want critical race theory taught to my children in school does not mean that I'm a racist, damn it. Just because I do not want critical race theory taught to my children in school does not mean that I'm a racist, damn it. Um, no, you're right. No, 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 just because she doesn't want critical race theory taught in schools, that doesn't mean she's, it's all the reasons why she doesn't want critical race theory taught in schools that make her the racist. (laughs) You guys ready to hear from Colonel Sanders? did the video about LeBron James on TikTok. Uh, in case you missed it, here it is. Dispatch, I've arrived at that disturbance. We have LeBron call my cell phone right Oh, yeah, we totally played this last Excuse week. Me, Excuse me. No, can you put the knife down, please, sir? Sir, no, 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 sir, don't stab it. No, no, stop stabbing. Stop. Oh, hold on. Cause I, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, before we get to this, like, you guys might not know what happened to this cop after he posted this video. Let me ask a question. If... You were in your work uniform and you were doing something poorly on the internet, videotaped yourself, and it reflected poorly upon your job and the employer. What would happen to you? Hold on, it's LeBron. LeBron, hey, you got to me again. 
Listen, I'm out here at this disturbance call, and there's a guy trying to stab another guy with a knife. What do you think I should do? Why does that matter? To the gulag. <laughs> okay, uh, well, they're both black. I wish, I wish you guys said to the gulag. The force is completely justified. I deadly force is completely justified. You there's a weird way to put it. A fucking cop? You're you're the executioner. You get to decide when deadly force is justified. I wonder how many times Glenn Beck said shut up and do your job when it came to uh Colin Kaepernick. Or people like Glenn Beck, maybe not Specifically, Glenn Beck. How many times did they say that Colin Kaepernick should shut up and do his job? Now, Colin Kaepernick is a contracted employee. LeBron James, or not LeBron, I'm sorry. Colin Kaepernick only had to show up and play the game, do what he had to do, responsibilities. He was not an employee in the traditional sense. This cop is an employee in the traditional sense. Working for us, by the way, as he is mocking a celebrity on TikTok, hostile to the citizenry that he is serving. But now, do you think Glenn Beck is going to tell him to shut up and do his job and that he shouldn't have been on TikTok? Do you think Glenn Beck's going to have a different take? TikTok video. Uh, he was, they wanted to fire him. Uh, his marshal stood up for him, and uh, they suspended him for a week, and there's much more to the story. Nate Sylvester is uh, on with us now, uh, getting ready to go back to work <laughs> tomorrow, right? Uh, that's correct, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? Oh, and then he goes and gives an interview? I'm a, I'm a little... Oh my god, do you know, I've been in the media for 20 fucking years, do you know how tight-lipped the goddamn cops are? I had to go specifically through a media liaison to talk about anything with the cops on record, and this motherfucker just goes and gives an interview to a partisan hack like Glenn Beck little disturbed because uh, I'm a part-time resident of wow. uh, Idaho and all these Californians are moving in and they're wrecking it. They're making it crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the, the mayor is seemingly, this is what I hear. He wants to, he wants to fire you because he thinks it'll make him famous or get, you know, bonus, you know, uh, some sort of anti-liberty wow uh to fire you for this yeah that, well, that's the that's the rumor that that i'm hearing um so far, is it, this is the thing that he made up to justify his behavior uh, you know i police in a very liberal area and the city officials are very liberal and they weren't happy with the tiktok and uh they 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 did want to fire me but uh, lucky for me i have a very um common sense loyal marshal who went to bat for me um, while trying to remain neutral at the same time so as not to put... Common sense. Common sense would say I would have got fired from my fucking job if I had said the same thing that cop had said wearing like a, a, a t-shirt for like a, tel- a television station that I worked for, I would have been fired. Hands down. Put her own job at risk, but uh, uh, so far it's... I mean, the suspension wasn't great, but I still have a job, so that's good. 
Well, I think you could always get a job in Texas or, you know, other parts of the state. I mean, I put good words for you in another part of the state. Um, well, I appreciate it. You had a um, uh, you had a friend that created a GoFundMe campaign. Um, That's right. And you you just wanted he was just GoFundMe take it down for the suspension. Uh, yes. And I don't know what they pay police up in Idaho, but last night when I checked, it was at four hundred and fifty-four thousand oh, no. eight hundred and thirty-one dollars. So that might uh, yeah. be a little higher than the weeks. Four hundred and fifty-four thousand for this douchebag! For this douchebag that deserved what he got—he deserved to be fired. <laughs> That's what I keep hearing, that all the Californians are moving everywhere and wrecking it. Florida, Tennessee, Alabama, Californians are moving everywhere. They're, apparently, they're leaving in droves because they're just, the shits, the shits, the streets are just shit. As, as I'm told by right-wingers, now I have friends in California say this isn't true, but as I'm told by right-wingers, the streets of California are just paved with literal shit everywhere. Yes, this motherfucker raised almost a half a million dollars for being a jackass on TikTok on the job. Oh, that's a so a lot of people have been leaving California, but that's been the case for like forever. California is one of those states you go, you make your living, and then you go and you move back. Right? That's that's the thing. So, yes, you see all these stories about people leaving California. That's true. They're not talking about the replacement rate. California is not losing citizens. And if they are, like it's just like a thin margin. <laughs> yes, why don't the media winch... Well, why don't you move out here with the rest of us so we can turn the rest of this country blue? <laughs> yes, bump him up a few tax. He'll probably get uh, he'll probably get popped for tax fraud. Remember, Chauvin was committing tax fraud. Think about how many cops are committing tax fraud. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just slightly. Um, yeah. it, it's unreal, Glenn. I, I, the amount of support uh, that I've been shown has been very humbling and, and almost it's been overwhelming. Um, and it's baffling to me, you dumb fuck. I mean, the letters and the, the text messages and the emails. People, Guys, do you know how many times I've been fired from jobs? Can I get a GoFundMe? And I've got I've got hilarious fucking stories to go with every firing. I mean, you listen to me here on this stream. Come on, you think I don't fucking mouth off to every employer that I, I get fired from? <laughs> I mean, it's some sort of fucking Nazi haircut or something, from isn't all it? Over the country, and even in some parts, the high, the high and tight. But he's not he's not that tight on the top. People are really stepping up here. It's really amazing to me that LeBron can say anything and nobody is in an uproar over it. Yeah. Um but LeBron is a private fucking citizen. LeBron has freedom of fucking speech, which you fuck say that you are all about. A cop is not a private citizen. A cop works for all citizens.
And supposedly you don't give a fuck what celebrities think anyway, but you obsess over it. But we all know what it's about. We all know that you get more clicks, more views, more likes, just because you're railing on LeBron. Because he's popular and you're not. So you have to ride his fucking coattails. I don't even watch basketball, but I'm told he's the greatest of all time. So fuck off, Glenn Beck. It's a pretty shitty Pompadour mohawk. It is a pompadour. That's exactly what it is. That's a pompadour. Is Brie Creed still in here? He is the pompadour expert. I want a ruling on this on this Nate Sylvester's pompadour. You can't do anything even humorously poke back uh, with something that is... Remember when Kathy Griffin... They held up a fucking head of Trump, and these motherfuckers lost their goddamn minds. Glenn Beck's, and this is, you can't even do anything humorous. This motherfucker, on our fucking tax dollar, wasting our fucking money, bitching about LeBron James, a private citizen, which I think is wrong. I don't think cops should be saying shit about private citizen stance on, on issues, because I think that's a violation of their First Amendment. I feel like a cop bitching about a private citizen's speech is a very problematic issue. You want to talk about First Amendment violations, Glenn Beck? I thought you were against censorship, motherfucker. Very common sense. There's no, there's nothing that you said that was offensive in that. Nothing. Right. The argument doesn't make any sense, LeBron, and you're a stupid, stupid basketball player. <laughs> so why would we care? Um, right. How is the morale of your compatriots? Um, well, they're they're still reeling from this thing. Um, I work in a very small department. I have um, five uh, five coworkers, including my supervisors, and they've been fielding hundreds and hundreds of phone calls. Oh, because I'll lose my voice? They actually... Maybe. Cool. They actually printed out all of the emails in support of me and right now... I, I've been going at it all night. Um, we're we're not e- we're not even to the thing I'm going to scream the most over. This is the segue into the cop stories. We're, we're not... We're getting ready to do the story that I'm going to fucking lose my shit over. Um, because they want to show that to the city council. You haven't, you haven't missed it. Much more support than we do opposition. I think there were like five total complaints. We have over 10,000 emails. We're we're getting ready to talk about that. That's what I'm getting ready to go the fuck off on. Definitely a break in um, what I would describe as maybe the minutia of working in Bellevue, Idaho. Um, So, but they do have to deal with a bit of a headache, fielding all the phone calls and visits to the station. So that's the only part I feel bad about is, uh, they're very busy now because of me, but well, I, I, I think that's better than some places in the country. I mean, I know Bellevue's not like this. This is a sad example here. Spoiler alert, uh, Scrappy! I hadn't actually read the story yet. Insane, but at least you're not, you know, a cop in in some of these other cities, Los Angeles, or in in yeah. a minute. I guess, let's go ahead and get to. So yeah, this was the one that I was trolling the person about. I I mean, I had read the story, but I'm not exactly sure all the details. Hopefully, we've got some sort of update. 
The three-month-old child who police say was kidnapped by his father in Louisiana. Notice how... Notice... I, I'm, I'm fucking with you, Scrappy. Um, notice how they're framing this. Like, they're, they're going a long way around saying what, what's going on here. The three-month-old child who police say was kidnapped by his father in Louisiana has died after a police shootout on Monday. Harrison County Coroner Brian Switzer told WLOX the three-month-old infant died at 1.30 a.m. on Tuesday at a mobile hospital. The infant had been identified as Lamello Parker, a boy who was born January 23rd, 2021. The infant was trapped in the car with the child's father, who police identified as 30-year-old Eric Daryl Smith. Smith is accused of fatally shooting his ex-girlfriend and his nephew early Monday in Louisiana's East Baton Rouge Parish. Smith then left with the infant and fled east, said authorities. The police pursuit began in Louisiana and crossed over the Mississippi line. Now, I've got... I don't know how they would not know that the infant was in the car. Right? I may... I would hope they would be in contact with family at the murder scene. There would be indications that there was a child at the murder scene, I would assume, and that information should have been relayed to cop. I mean, that's that's what cops are supposed to do. They're supposed to investigate. There should have been some indication that there was a child in the car with him, just given the circumstances. Also, I'm... I'm always upset that the cops fucking fire first, it seems. The police pursuit began in Louisiana and crossed over into the Mississippi line. At the 10-mile marker in Hancock County, shots were fired. Since officers knew Smith was likely... See, officers knew Smith was likely traveling with the infant. They knew it when they shot into the car. They worked to bring him to a safe, slow stop, closing off exits along the interstate to keep other drivers safe as well. That's what they should be doing with any police chase. In Long Beach, near mile marker 28, stop sticks were deployed. The suspect drove around them, so the chase continued further east into Harrison County. The vehicle eventually came to a stop in the median near the Wool Market exit. Smith was killed when gunfire was exchanged between the suspect and officers. The baby was also shot and was rushed to the... Notice they don't say the cops shot him in the story. The baby was also shot and was rushed to Merritt Health in Biloxi, then airlifted to USA Trauma Center in Mobile, Alabama, according to authorities. Exactly. Why did they shoot it all if they suspected there was a, a newborn in the car? Or infant, I guess not newborn. Police initially said the baby was in stable condition. However, on Tuesday morning, Biloxi police confirmed that the child had died. They fucking, they lied. They lied. Also, cops always lie about these instances. That's probably worse than what we're hearing right now. Despite the efforts of medical staff, the child passed away as a result of the injuries sustained. As stated, the investigation is ongoing at this time. Once a thorough investigation is completed, the details will be released to the district attorney. You know, I told Meteor Winch I was going to get all upset, but like, I'm, I'm bummed out. This made me fucking sad. 
yeah, I'm pissed at the fucking cops, but I mean, how many rants can I go on about the cops just firing willy-nilly? Schweitzer said an autopsy is scheduled for Wednesday. An autopsy will be done to determine the exact cause of death. All we are releasing now is that he died as a result of injuries. Smith was sitting in the driver's seat of the car when he was hit with multiple gunshots. The coroner said the shot that killed him was not a self-inflicted wound. The police did kill the suspect. This was the scene. The suspect's vehicle, a blue Nissan Versa with dark tinted windows, was spotted on MDOT traffic cameras with with a large number of law enforcement in pursuit. So there, there you can see the scene. I'm sorry for making you cry. I, this is not the this is not the first story I've done about a child dying at the hands of cops. Unfortunately, it's oh god. How far are you from where this happened? Wow. Yeah, this was the, this was the scene uh traffic around 3:30 on Monday. It's going to be interesting to see how police proceed with how much information, how forthcoming they are with the public on this story. I I tend to always think that cops are lying to me. So I, I, I don't know that I believe the initial account. We'll see what happens as the investigations move forward over the next couple of months. Unfortunately, in Atlanta... An insane turn of events regarding a cop that was fired last year after shooting a man in the back. Now, if... This is a common theme here tonight. If you or I were charged with murder, what would happen to us at our jobs? Do you think they'd let us come back and work our jobs? Somebody that works in a fast food restaurant charged with murder wouldn't get to go back and work the morning shift. But this son of a bitch who is supposed to serve the public gets to go back to being a cop. John Brooks last summer. And right now, here at 5 o'clock, just a few pro... Let me go, let me go back since I had the, the sound down there. The Atlanta Police Department to reinstate Officer Garrett Rolfe today. He's the man who killed Rayshard Brooks last summer. And right now, here at 5 o'clock, oh. just a few protesters are... Leaving off the part that he is awaiting trial for murder. It's a weird thing. To, the, the framing by news agencies is so weird. This man is awaiting trial for murder.
are starting to gather outside of Atlanta City Hall. And here is the latest. Atlanta Civil Service Board ordered Rolf's reinstatement. The board said the city failed to comply with Rolf's right to due process. It's important to note this does not prevent the police department from eventually firing him. By the way, the, the irony doesn't comply with due process. That's exactly what he's accused of doing to a fucking citizen, depriving him of his due process. And we have live Team 2 coverage with reaction from the Brooks family. And the impact I, I honest to God believe we'd be better off without cops. Justin Gray, Justin, you are live at City Hall. At, that we need some sort of police force, but we need to fucking fire them all and start from scratch. That's what they did in uh, Camden, New Jersey, and they had great results. starting to gather. They were supposed to start right here at 5 o'clock. Some of the signs reading APD has blood on their hands. Don't run from justice. Uh, these protesters gathering to show their support for Rayshard Brooks and their concern about today's decision. The decision to overturn the firing of Garrett Rolfe as an Atlanta police officer has nothing to do with the deadly... I would never, never call the cops. Atlanta's Civil Service Board made no rulings or comment on whether the shooting of Rayshard Brooks was justified. And said the board ruled it violated... And this, and this video, man, like we watched this last year on the Troll Patrol. Like this, this, this tears me apart, like... The dude was was being he was complying with him. He was he was going along with it. I don't understand. I don't know why he ran. I don't know what was what was up, but like fuck. Like he didn't deserve to be shot in the back. Fucking coward. He didn't deserve to be murdered. Notice or investigation. After a five hour Zoom hearing last month, Atlanta's Civil Service Board today issued an order. Never call the cops. The board concludes the appellate was. Where were you when I needed a, prom- a Pompadour ruling? Attorney Lance LaRusso by Zoom. Any employee of the city of Atlanta is entitled to due process before they're, uh, they're terminated or disciplined. Garroff is still facing 11 criminal charges, including murder. 11 criminal charges, including murder. But you need to reinstate him as an officer. This video is clearly fucking up on us. So let's move over to my old stomping grounds, Bristol, Virginia. Oh, God, it's her. Fans of the show have heard her call in before and argue with me. <laughs> Don't call the cops. Exactly. So, weird circumstances surrounding this. I'm not sure all the details. This happened in the Tri-Cities area where I went to college. Call the cops, get shot by the cops. That's the story over and over again in this country. But a a Bristol, Virginia police officer has been charged with murder in connection with an officer-involved shooting. Jonathan Brown has been indicted on charges of murder, use of a firearm in the commission of a murder, and malicious shooting into an occupied vehicle. The fatal shooting took place March 30th outside the Roadway Inn in Bristol, Tennessee. A special prosecutor has been assigned to the case. 
Roanoke City's Commonwealth Attorney, Donald Caldwell. Now, Virginia has a Democratic governor. So I'm sure that helps out a lot. If this happened, Bristol sits in two states. The Bristol racetrack is in Bristol, Tennessee. This happened in Bristol, Virginia, which is the home of country music. Honestly, Josh Duggar gets out on bond. This motherfucker gets out on bond. The cop awaiting the murder trial in Atlanta for shooting Rashad Brooks. Yeah. He's out on bond. You get charged with trafficking of marijuana, they might not let you out on bond. So there's no details. Still no details. They're being... So, I did read another story about this. That Yeah, the dude... Uh, the, there's an eyewitness account, but they didn't see it. They heard it. It's an eye-hearing eye account. And as, as always, cops lie. We need to see body camera footage from this. Ear witness, indeed. In St. Albans, West Virginia, a cop has been caught on camera. We're probably only hearing about it because he was caught on camera. A video involving St. Albans police is getting attention on social media. The incident has the chief of police weighing in, saying there's more to it than meets the eye. I don't care what more there is to it. He kicked a man that was clearly restrained in the head multiple times. Fuck off. Anytime you go hands-on, force-on-force, it, it's not pretty. Uh, I, I, I don't know of any other way to put it. Tuesday morning, St. Albans police say they received a call about a man causing a disturbance. Officers talked him out of the road, but say that's when the suspect became combative. We did so he's having a mental episode. I stunned him two or three times. Still combative. According to police, the man had brass knuckles in his pocket and was trying to get them out. St. Albans Police Chief Joe Crawford says the suspect also tried grabbing the stun gun from officers, which prompted the kicking. He grabs the taser from the officer and has part of the taser as he's trying to get it from the officer. The one officer goes around to the side, and you can see um, him trying to kick what everybody thinks is the suspect on the ground. What he's trying to do is kick the taser out of the suspect's hand. I don't believe it. Crawford says none of the officers are suspended and there's no internal investigation at this time. He does look bad, I'll give you that. ...have access to body cam footage. He says the department doesn't have them. The suspect... The department doesn't have body cams. Oh, how convenient. Because that's exactly what I would like to see, the body cam footage. All right, so we've got some issues. First of all, Derek Chauvin's lawyers have filed an appeal. I know it's been made a big deal about a lot of news agencies. It's just because that trial is high profile. Those media stories are getting a lot of clicks and shit. The fact that he filed an appeal is not surprising it's a part of the legal process. 
So this was this was totally going to happen no matter what. Please do, Scrappy. I've been using, uh, depending on which side it is, I've got a um, a service called Outline, and I can take it, and it will just give me, and it gives me pictures and everything. Just the text and the pictures takes all the ads out. Uh, but it doesn't it doesn't work with every site. Like it doesn't work with the Daily Mail. I I would like to see more tones. Like it looked very malicious. Like knowing cops the way I do, he was probably taking a shot at the suspect. Come on. But I mean, trying to kick a taser out of his hand, okay, that's reasonable. I can believe that. I I I would put money on excessive force. Unfortunately, we'll never know. And we'd never even know about the incident because, and I will promise you, people people don't believe me about this. If you were to look up that police report, there is no mention of any kind of excessive force, any kicking, because cops just lie, flat out lie. We would not know about that incident if somebody hadn't captured it on cell phone. And that should scare the fucking pants off of you. Knowing what we know about our legal system and what was going on before cell phones were everywhere. And the fact that they still do it knowing they're being taped in places. If they're as brazen now with cell phones everywhere, knowing they're being recorded, imagine what the cops were like years ago. Thank you, Scrappy. You rock. The murder trial of ex-Minneapolis cop Derek Chauvin is back in the headlines after a photo that recently surfaced on social media showed one of the jurors wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt at a civil rights march last summer, raising questions about the jury's impartiality. Brandon Mitchell, the first juror to speak publicly since Chauvin was found guilty of killing George Floyd, insisted on Monday that he remained neutral during the three-week trial last month and was honest during jury selection. He said he joined the August 28th event in the nation's capital to commemorate the 57th anniversary of the March on Washington when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his iconic I Have a Dream speech. They do. They get off on using excessive force. The viral picture shows the 31-year-old high school basketball coach wearing a t-shirt with a picture of the late civil rights legend and the words BLM, get your knee off our necks. So, <laughs> that shouldn't be a controversial statement, right? Get your knee off our necks. But apparently that would taint a juror. I found a COVID vaccine in my fucking arm today. And it hurts. Like, the vaccine does not hurt at all. Boom, in and out, no problem. Your arm does indeed get sore later. Ow. (laughs) The fired police officer, this referring to Derek Chauvin, is awaiting sentencing after the 12-person jury convicted him of murder and manslaughter in the May 2020 killing of Floyd. Chauvin, who knelt on the black man's neck for more than nine minutes, is expected to appeal the decision. Clearly, this article was written before the actual appeal came through. 
I think yesterday. This absolutely should have been looked at before. If there were any issues, this should have came up during jury selection. Not a problem. Not an issue. I I don't think the courts will uh, will fucking even like even take up the matter. Like nah. Dismissed just because it was fucking shaky grounds to begin with. Cohen's attorney, Eric Nelson, has not publicly addressed Mitchell's photo, but experts say he will likely use the image as grounds for an appeal. Civil rights attorney, Brian Dunn, told the Washington Post that the photo is undeniably suggestive of a possible bias in this juror, but a judge would have to determine whether Mitchell lied about or failed to provide complete answers or whether he is engaged in public activism, or whether he has any affiliations with BLM that go beyond mere wearing of the shirt. So, cut and dry. Appeal ain't gonna happen, copper. Anyway, he's facing several other charges, including kneeling on another kid's neck, and tax fraud. There's a lot of things that I would like to see reach the Supreme Court that just never fucking will. That I would love to get a ruling on. But also, I, the current Supreme Court that we have is fucking cowards. They're only going to rule on business matters. Red meat for their fucking base and shit. Alright, so finishing up tonight, we're going to do a little international news. Are you guys ready for some good news coming from Israel? How often do I say that? Benjamin Netanyahu has failed to form a government. His future is now in doubt. Also, once again, a official wholly corrupt. I don't know how he's even still in office. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu failed to form a government before his mandate expired on Tuesday night, putting him in the most vulnerable position he has faced politically since becoming Prime Minister in, 20, in, in 2009. This is the third time in the last two years that Netanyahu has had the first crack at forming a government, but failed to do so. But this time, his rivals may be able to form a government without him. Go back to a parliamentary system. It's a little different than clearly the way we do it here. I know! Almost like you can criticize the policy of Israel and call their leader corrupt because he is. As multiple investigations have found. President Reuven Rivlin has three days to hold consultations with the various parties before deciding who will receive the mandate next. Rivlin's aides tell me he's most likely to give the mandate to the centrist opposition leader, Yar Lopid, who has at least 45 members behind him in the 120-seat Kesnet. I'm not familiar with their fucking government at all. I have no clue how to say the name of their fucking parliament. (laughs) <laughs> let's find out this, this show's about learning isn't it let's find out well, I've got it right here in front of me why wouldn't I K 
Knesset. Knesset. The Parliament of Modern Israel, established in 1949. It's illegitimate. Knesset. Knesset. For almost two weeks, it has been clear that Netanyahu didn't have a path to a majority. He is focused instead on trying to drive a wedge between Lapid and Naftali Bennett, the leader of a right-wing party. The two have been negotiating towards an alternative government. I didn't know there was a party beyond Netanyahu's right-wing party. Oh, I'm not even going to attempt that. That, no, I just did. (laughs) Netanyahu considered unprecedented steps to try to sabotage the transfer of the mandate. Doesn't surprise me. Including falsely notifying Rivlin that he formed a government. These motherfuckers are shameless. Oh, man. Netanyahu is also considered ordering his right-wing bloc to recommend to Rivlin that he give the mandate to Bennett rather than Lapid. Netanyahu could then pressure Bennett to negotiate only with his fellow conservatives. But that plan, too, fell apart after Bennett refused to rule out negotiations with Lapid. The outlines of a potential Lapid-Bennett power-sharing deal are already clear, despite Bennett's party only winning seven seats in the in the Knesset. Knesset. I, that's probably racist of me to do that. I'm sorry, Jewish people. Fucking love you. You have provided me with so much entertainment in my life. All of my favorite comedians are Jewish. The center-left, which won more seats, would control most government ministries, however. All government decisions would have to be decided by consensus, and each bloc would have veto power. The government would steer clear of controversial ideological issues and focus on the post-COVID recovery, the economy, and restoring some unity to the country after four consecutive election campaigns. With corrupt-ass Benjamin Netanyahu, who should be in jail! I'm going to stop trying. I'm going to stop trying. I do like Mel Brooks. Not so. I like all the comedians Mel Brooks inspired. Like, literally, Mel Brooks is all my favorite comedians' favorite comedian. I do like Mel Brooks. I've been told that I would absolutely positively love Woody Allen. But I have I have refused to watch any of his shit. And also, Larry David, one of my absolute idols, credits Woody Allen as one of his idols. But clearly, I mean, you guys all know why I've shot away from Woody Allen, clearly. All right, if you are watching on Twitch, you are going over to Echoplex. What is it, Wednesday night? It's a... Uh, Oh, shit, it's the intellectual Dollar Tree. Oh, fuck yeah. Knesset. Knesset. That that was easily, that was that was easy. Scrappy. Knesset. Thank you. You do such a good job of spelling things out phonetically. 
Uh, the media witch isn't going to join us for intellectual Dollar Tree. She doesn't like uh, the topics they cover over there. But we're sure to have some fun. So, if you're following on Twitch, we're going to Echoplex. I'm going to head in there with you. Go ahead, light one up, and tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live. Unless I'm having symptoms of the vaccine. I'm going to try to tough my weight.